I'm preaching, y'all ain't saying nothing. Many times you have to hold your peace in order to keep. Yes, sir, you preaching. Some folk don't even deserve a response. You gotta learn how to shut up. When people are coming at you wrong, when people are talking to you crazy, you, you ain't got to talk crazy. Learn how to be quiet. It's in the Bible, 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 11. 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 11. It says, study to be quiet. It's in your Bible if you ain't taking it out. It says, study to be, learn to shut up. Practice keeping your mouth closed. I'm preaching, y'all ain't saying nothing. And it says study to be quiet. Why does it say study to be quiet? Because for many of us, this don't come natural. You got to learn to shut up. Socrates said, I'm going to teach y'all two things. He told his students, Mitch, he said, I'm going to teach y'all two things. He said, the first thing I'm going to teach y'all is how to hold your tongue. And then he said, the second thing I'm going to teach you is how to use your tongue. And every child of God needs to know those two things. We need to learn how to hold our tongue. And we need to learn how to use our tongue. It said, 1 Thessalonians 4 and 11, study to be quiet. Then the next part says, mind your own business. It's in your Bible. It said, mind your own business. See, if you mind your own business, you ain't got that much to say. Study to be quiet. Mind your own business. You need to get some business and mind it. Y'all ain't playing with me here. I tell you, the church would grow if folk would shut up and mind their own we wouldn't have enough room in here if folk would learn to shut up and mind. Oh, they're getting a divorce. That ain't your business. Oh, you know they are separated. That ain't your business. You know they fought. That ain't your business. You know the police arrested them. That ain't your business. Somebody look up toward heaven and say, Lord, help me to mind my own business. Study to be quiet, mind your own business, work with your own hands, just as we commanded you, so your daily life will win the respect of outsiders. Which means one reason why we're losing the respect of outsiders and we're losing the respect even of our enemies is because we don't know how to shut up, mind our own business, and work with our own hands. That's why a lot of folk outside won't come inside, because folk inside don't know how to shut up, mind their own business, and work. Yeah. See, a tongue three inches long can kill a man six feet tall. That fish would have made it had he kept his mouth closed. What gets, what gets a fish filleted and fried and served and ate up is his mouth. Preach, Bailey. Lord, help me to shut up. And many times, many times, Dr. Reed, many times, many times being like Christ is keeping our mouth closed. 
it is. Because Isaiah 53 and 7 says, he was oppressed and afflicted. And Dr. Payne, he opened not his mouth. And then it says, as sheep are silent before cheerers, he opened not his mouth. Two times in one verse. It reports he opened not when folk were verbally abusing him. That's mocking. He opened not his mouth. When, 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 when they were playing mind games with him, that's spit. He opened out his mouth. When they were killing him. Yeah, yeah. When they were killing him. I'm trying to tell you when folk, when folk, like Dr. Raymond, folk are verbally abusing you on the radio, dogging you, cussing out your family. When folk are dogging you, you got to learn to be quiet. When folk are playing mind games with you, making you think they with you when they really ain't with you, making you think they for you when they really ain't for you. Even when folk are killing you, you have to learn to shut up. Somebody's husband is killing them, but be quiet. So somebody's wife is killing them, but just hold your peace. The Bible didn't tell wives. If your husbands obey not the word, they may without a word be one. While they behold. Your conversation coupled with fear, whose adorning is not the outward adorning, the plating of the hair, the wearing of jewelry, but the hidden man of the heart, a meek and quiet. You can win people without a word. With my navigation system right now, I got, I got that time time navigation system. But I turned the volume down on it. As it just talks, you know. I get tired of the talking. I turn the volume down and I say, just show me. Time out for talking is just show. I wish I had a whip this in me. Because, because, hear me, watch this, watch this, watch, watch this, watch this. Before you got saved, don't miss this. Before you got saved, the devil wanted your soul. But now that you're saved, he wants your witness. See, see, when he lost your soul, now he wants your witness. Jesus said, you shall be my witnesses in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and the uttermost parts of the world. And so, since he lost your soul, now he wants your witness. And what better way to get you to lose your witness than get you upset? Because if he can get you angry enough, you'll start saying words that ain't in the Bible. See, the world is the jury. The world is in the jury. They have to make a decision about Christ. The unsaved is in the jury. They have to make a decision about Christ. We are on the witness stand. And what the devil is trying to do, he, he's trying to get us upset on the witness stand so he can prove we're not a credible witness. And so he tries to get you angry. He sends folk to get you angry because he wants to prove you're not a credible witness. That's why some of your husbands won't come to church with you because it's hard to cuss him out and then ask him to come to church. He tell you, now that's why I don't go with you right there. What you just called me? Well, no, the, the, the preacher know you cuss like that? That church know? See, that's why I don't go with you. 
Would you just call me? What book of the Bible that's in? See, watch, 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 watch what Moses does. Don't miss point number two. He restrains himself when dealing with angry people. They're coming at him wrong. And point number two is this. He gets before God with this upsetting situation. When they get through coming at him all wrong, you ain't no leader, man. You brought us out here to die. Man, ain't no pomegranates out here, man. Ain't no mines out here, man. Ain't no water. You ain't no leader. You're fake, man. You ain't real. He doesn't even reply. The Bible says if you look at the text, he just goes to the entrance of the tent of meetings. And he gets on his face before the Lord. He gets before God with an upsetting situation. Watch this. He leaves the presence of people and he gets into the presence of God. He gets away from the source of his agitation and he gets in the presence of the source of his strength. Y'all ain't praying with me here. You got to get away many times from the source of your agitation and get in the presence of the source of your strength because it takes God to handle people. It takes God to deal with haters. It takes God to deal with liars. It takes God. That's why the Bible tells you pray for those that persecute you. Get before God with the one that's hurting you. Get before God with the one that's bringing tears to your eyes. Get before God with the one that broke your heart. Call their name to the Lord in prayer. Call that radio announcer's name to the Lord in prayer. Some of us trying to figure out why folk haven't changed. You ain't prayed for. I wish I had a witness in here. We got to pray for our enemies. You got to pray for those that are dogging you, those that are hurting you. Because God made the one that's hurting you. And anybody God makes, he can fix. I wish I had a witness in here. That's why you need to take them to the Lord in prayer. See, when you pray for your enemies, you take your enemies where they don't want to go. I wish I had a witness in here. When you pray for them, you take them. Pray for that co-worker. It's constantly giving you hell. Call a name tonight. Pray for that baby mama. Pray for that baby daddy. Hello, somebody. Pray. For that deacon that's giving you so much hell in your church. Pray. Look at Moses. Jones, look at him. Watch, watch this. Watch, watch him. He, he gets low. He gets, he, gets, he gets low. See, one reason why a lot of us can't handle our enemies, you're too high. You, 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 got, to, you got to get low. You see, in the Marine Corps, they teach you to low crawl. See, when you know the enemy's shooting, you have a better chance of surviving if you stay low. I'm preaching, y'all ain't saying nothing. 
you have a better chance of making it if you stay low. You, 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 you pop up too high, they'll blow your head off. You got to stay, you got to stay low. And when you know the devil is shooting fiery darts at you, when you know he's trying to take you out, when you know he's trying to take your position, when you know he's trying to take your prestige, you have to stay low. You have a better chance of making it if you stay. Matter of fact, Jesus said, stay low. He said, humble yourself. Why? Because if you get too high, he said, pride goeth before destruction and a haughty spirit before a great fall. See, in football, they teach you, stay low. <laughs> in order to tackle big issues, you got to get low. You stand straight up, they're going to knock you on your tail. You have to. I'm telling you, in life, in order to tackle big issues, you got to. Kind of, kind of remind me, kind of remind me love. This little boy was in bed, and uh, he had a picture of Jesus on his headboard of his bed, and he had a mirror at the foot of his bed. And as he laid down in bed, he could see the reflection of Jesus in the mirror. But when he sat up, he couldn't see the reflection of Jesus no more on his headboard. But when he laid down, he could see the reflection of Jesus in the mirror. He said, "Mama, come here." Mama came running. What is it, baby? He said, Mama, come look at this. Mama, look at this. Mama said, Mama, watch this. Whenever I get in the way, I can't see Jesus. But when I get out the way, Mama, look, there he is right there, Mama. He said, But Mama, when I get in the way, I can't see him. But when I get out the way, there he is. He said, Mama, if I stay out the way, I can continue to see him. Y'all ain't praying with me here. One reason why some of y'all can't see him, you in the way. Your power's in the way. Your clothes is in the way. Your shoes is in the way. Your position is in the way. But if you God to make a way. If you want God to provide a way, you got to move. Get out the way. Look at somebody and say, move. Get out the way. Bob, look at him, Bob. Look at him, Tiro. Look at him, Timson. He, he gets low. And one thing I like about Moses, it wasn't all about work. It was about worship. Now, mind you, in verse 1, his sister just died. So he's grieving. His sister was his heart. She had to make it. It was his sister. With the mama that put him in a basket and put him on the Nile River. It was his sister that watched the basket all the way to Pharaoh's daughter's house. It was his sister when Pharaoh's daughters found him, ran over and said, you want me to get one of them Hebrew women to help you with this baby? Said, yeah, it was his sister that ran and got Moses' mama. Said, come on, come on, mama, we got Moses, we got Moses. It was his sister that helped him make it. Now she's dead. And the congregation doesn't even show any remorse for his loss. They don't even pray for him. Now they coming at him all wrong. Man, you ain't no leader. You done brought us out here to die. You should have, that's enough to make anybody sick. 